Hi, I'm Lindsay Boomershine, brand manager of High Five Gear. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Have your jersey tell your story. Order online at www.high5gear.com today. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Order today and enjoy high5gear.com. Hey, bowlers, Bowling This Month is back. Bowling This Month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Hi, this is Norm Duke. You're listening to Above180.com with Tim Berg. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Tim Berg here with the Above180.com podcast. I had a special treat for you this week as my co-host on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast, Steve Klemkin, sits down and chats with Randy Peterson, and they go over a, a bunch of different topics. They talk about the PBA 50 Tour, some of the things going on out there. But enjoy this conversation between Randy and Steve. Lots of great insight and just a, a peek into their lives and how they talk about bowling and, and share some stories about the PBA Tour back in the day. So take a listen here as Steve and Randy begin on the Above180.com podcast. Randy, well, thanks for thanks for joining us here. I'm uh, Steve Klemkin, and I'm going to be the guest host today on a Above180.com. We've got a Hall of Fame podcast here, and, and thanks for taking a little bit of time to, to chat with me. Steve, it's always a pleasure to sit down and break bread with you. You know that. We, uh, we've done a lot of stuff together over the years, and uh, we, we have an egg it pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, the, the PBA 50, you know, we just had a show. Yeah. Uh, just, just happened down there in uh, Clearwater, Florida. They had the Johnny Petraglia BVL Open. Yeah. And uh, there were some cool names on that show. Um, you know, Sammy Ventura led. Right. Um, which I think was a kind of a stunner, a shocker. He definitely was the underdog of the group. There were so many other, right. you know, Hall of Famers that were in that step ladder. And, uh, and he led it. Yeah. Now, he didn't win. He got beat by Walter Ray, who shot, you know, 560 for, for two there the last <laughs> two <laughs> Yeah, that's that's hard to beat sometimes. That's hard to beat. But yeah. the, the one interesting part of that story, you know, Norm Duke, of course, has kind of revitalized uh, his career, so to speak, on the PBA Tour. Yeah. Uh, but he got he tied Brian LeClaire in the opening match, and, they, and, then, and then Norm lost in a roll-off to Brian LeClaire. Yeah. I bowled the Masters just a couple weeks ago, crossed a game with Brian LeClaire. He had this humongous contraption yeah. on his slide leg. Uh, he had some major knee surgery. I've had knee surgeries before. You've had knee surgeries. Talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what you know and, and what uh, Brian LeClaire's situation is and how he's, he's been able to kind of bounce back from it. Well, I'm not really sure what, what kind of surgery he had, uh, but uh, getting back to what you touched on, apparently he's got this massive brace on his left knee. Um, I remember doing an extra frame event um, for the senior tour uh, I want to say it was sometime last year, and he could barely walk. 
and I spoke with him and he said, yeah, it's like knee surgery is eminent and, um, you know, I have to have this done. And I haven't seen him since. Um, but yeah, uh, I watched, uh, I watched him throw it on flow bowling and he's, he could still throw it maybe a little less knee bend, but, uh, yeah, I mean this big giant contraption on his left knee and, you know, you've had knee surgery, but I've had three knee surgeries on my left knee. And, uh, we all know that, uh, one thing's for certain in this sport, um, something that you haven't experienced yet because you still have knee bend is once you lose your legs, you know, it, it's tough to generate uh, the leverage and create the power. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, you, you know, you, I know your your one big goal is to be uh, out on the 50 tour with the biggest knee bend, the deepest knee bend, which is going to happen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, it, you know, it, it's hard to, it, it, it's really hard when you don't have a base. Yeah. But Brian LeClaire somehow finding a way to get it done. Yeah, and it's nice to see, I mean, a talented player like that. Yeah. I mean, he's been so good for so long. He was player of the year. Um, I mean, he's uh, yeah. going against uh, a, a lot of uh, top players. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that have this kind of idea in their mind. Um, and, I, and I've seen this throughout the years in the high roller events, for example. And you have the different cuts in different divisions where people would say, ah, oh, you know what, once I get to that 40 and over division, I'm really going to have a, a huge advantage mm-hmm. because of this. And once I get to the 50 and over, once I can bowl the 60 and over high roller, man, then I'm really going to... And you have this thing in your mind a little bit because you're thinking of you at 42 going yeah. against you know the people that are 60. Well, right. when you get to 60, now you you know it's not you at 42 anymore. It's, right. It's you at 60. Yeah, it's uh, it's so funny because I still have people coming up to to me today saying, "Why aren't you bowling the senior tour, man? You'd just be raking raking in the bucks." And I try to explain to them, "Do you not have any idea how good these guys are? And all they do is bowl, like." every day and I only bowl every now and then and you don't just because you used to you don't just lace them up and do what you used to do I mean it just doesn't work that way uh, point uh, case in point Steve Hoskins making his comeback that's this right. week had a nice week didn't win yeah. right we've got Jason Couch that's gonna bowl some events this year it's gonna be interesting to see um, you know how, how Jason does but I mean Look at the top five. Walter Ray averages 280 and, uh, you know, smokes the field. Sammy Ventura, like super senior, leading this thing. And everybody's like, how the heck did Sammy lead this? And then you got LeClaire, Kretzer, and Duke. Um, These are, you know, all uh, one-time touring one players on the the national tour. Duke is still a touring player on the national tour. So uh, there's no slouches when it comes to the seniors. I watched Brian Goble who finished, I think he finished eighth. I watched him throw some shots on flow. He still looks the same. Isn't that He's amazing. amazing. He is incredible. Oh my he God. He aged a day. No. The game's the same. His game looks the same. His pants are the same. Everything. Everything. Everything looks the same. And then, and then you've got Amleto, uh, Monticelli, the ageless one. So, I mean, top to bottom, it, there's a lot of really good talent on that tour. And, and so you just don't go out there and, and when, once you turn 50 and think you're going to beat people up. Yeah. Now, now we had, uh, and we're going back a, a, just a, a couple of years here, but we had a, uh, a sales meeting at Storm back in Ogden. Um, you'll probably remember this. Um, and uh, you actually went around the room and you said a little something about everybody. Um, and I remember Steve Todd, um, when you got to him, you talked a little bit about a PBA 50 title that you won in Dayton, Ohio. Yep. He was there 
Tell us a little bit about that moment. So I, I was just coming off of my third knee surgery. I hadn't bowled. Uh, I, I wasn't able to bowl, um, and I hadn't bowled anything competitively in seven years. And I, I had my last knee surgery, which was a partial uh, replacement, uh, and it was a new procedure. The procedure had only been around for about two years mm. when I had it done. It's called makoplasty. Now it's it's a it's a, a mainstay. But um, I had this this procedure done. Uh, it had a couple of PRP injections, which is the blood spinning. Um, stands for platelet-rich plasma, where they take uh, they take your blood and uh, they spin it and inject it back into the into the joint. And uh, after my second uh, injection, I was pain-free for the first time in years. And so a couple of pro golfer buddies, they, they talked me into bowling league at Claremont Ball of all places, mm -hmm. uh, the home of Jason Couch and Norm Duke. So I started bowling league with these guys in year two of league. I mean, I'm, I'm bowling 300s and 800s and I mean, and you know, yeah, it was a house shop, but it's still Claremont Bowl, and they're not all that easy there. And, um, and I'm like, you know, and I'm starting to think about maybe a, a PBA 50 event. And I was, I think I was 51 at the time, and I was, I was, I, I was on my way to do a, a, a gig for Storm, and it was a Pepsi Youth event in Dayton, Ohio. And right behind that event, the Senior Tour was rolling in, and Mike Irwin contacted me like a month out and he said hey you need to bowl the pba 50 event you're coming in you're going to work this event at my the pepsi event at my place you need to bowl the pba 50 event and i'm like mike uh, I, i'm not he goes i'll get you a free room at the hilton well any pro bowler that here is free you know all of a sudden you're going to perk up <laughs> so i said okay fine well i worked the pepsi event Senior tour starts, bowling practice session. Steve Todd's there, it's his territory. And Steve Todd was basically gonna act like a ball rep, you know, for me and any other Storm staffer that needed any help. And um, bowled the practice session and man, I had a great look. And I'm like, wow, this is gonna be fun. I wasn't expecting to win or anything, but I, I, I thought I'd do okay. So day one of the tournament, game one, Steve Todd sitting behind me. I shoot 147 out of the gate. I'm in dead last. And I'm like, this was the worst idea I've ever come up with. I'm like, you know, you've had some you've had some buttes in the past, but this is this is right up there. And I move to the next pair and I shoot like 250 and I shoot like 230 and I, and I make the first cut and I make the next cut. I make the next cut. Next thing you know, I make the top four step ladder finals for the for the show. And it's Mike Edwards, myself, Bob Learn Jr., and M. Leto. Pull the first match, and I some serious talent. I got, yeah. I got, uh, I got Steve Todd back there. We're talking about what ball I'm going to use, you know. And I mean, I went with Marvel Pearl like pretty much the whole week. It was uh, an older surface. I want to say it may have been even wood. Um, and that Marvel Pearl was just oh. So we, uh, you know, we start that night for the show, and I'm, I'm using. I got that. I got a couple other balls out. And Steve, what do you think? And it was so cool because it was like being back on tour again with Schlem, you know, being my ball rep, and you know, somebody that you can bounce stuff off of. And it wasn't like you're out there on the island by yourself. And so we went with Marvel Pearl. I beat Edwards. I beat Learn. I'm bowling Amleto for the title. I need the first hit in the tenth. I carry this light mixer, I run it out, and then I run up to Steve Todd and I'm rubbing his bald head and we're screaming. And, and it was awesome, man. It was it was great. It was my first ever 
uh, senior event that I ever bowled, and I won it. And that was, uh, but to have Steve Todd there really made it special. Made that it. that was that was really the icing for me. So did you did you after that win? Did you have other PBA fifty events that you? Uh, went on and competed in, and yeah. and you're still. Do you still have some aspirations to win again out there, at PBA fifty? No, no aspirations to uh, to to be on the PBA fifty tour. Maybe bowl an event here and there, here or there. Um, but you know, you've got to put the work in. I'm not going to go out there and just show up. You know, I want to be competitive, and and that takes a lot of work. And you know, my body's beat up. From bowling, but uh, the next year uh, or the year after, I went out and I had a run of four straight weeks where I finished second, fifth, second, third, uh, four weeks in a row. So that was fun. And then I think I bowled uh, the next year. I think I bowled one event and I was done. And kind of focused more on um, military events, television, um, side work for Storm and whatnot, and just kind of put. But I still, you know, I still stayed in, in bowling, uh, working. Uh, at a center up in North Carolina for a bit, running the pro shop part-time, bowling league, uh, being kind of a league coordinator, uh, kind of the, the league developer and trying to get you know new bowlers in. I'd be out there bowling league with them. I'd be out there watching. I'd run the uh, Peterson Sweeper every Saturday night. So, you know, I was around it uh, on, on a daily basis. Um, and then I left there last September. So uh, bowling is... As far as physically bowling, it's been a little slow for me uh, lately, but that's all right. We've, you know, we've been real busy doing other stuff. So. Yeah, and, and go ahead. <laughs> well, I got a side note about this this event, this uh, Johnny Petraglia BVL Open that I'm not sure you're aware of. So, this event is typically held in Long Island, New York. Okay. John Laspina has a center in Long Island, and he also has a couple centers in Florida. And this tournament is traditionally in, uh, I want to say, Huntington, New York. It's, it's Long Island. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit later in the year. And they had to move the tournament and the tournament date to Florida because the original date and site coincided with the U.S. Open in golf at Beth Page. John Laspina's center in Long Island is literally 15 minutes from Beth Page. And they were afraid that there would be zero hotels, no way around the traffic. You couldn't get to the bowling center. So they decided to move the tournament to Florida. And that's why it ended up in Florida. Because of the U.S. Open being at Beth Page Black. Wow. Yep. Uh, A bit of a challenging track, I've heard. (laughs) I actually (laughs) went. Is there not a sign that says? Yes. I actually went there. It's a huge complex. I don't know how many golf courses they have. But I actually went there while I was doing the the, float, the extra frame event. Um, and I, I wanted to get some T-shirts and some hats. And it's a public course. And I drove up, parked the car, walked in the pro shop, looked around, bought some gear for my son and I. And, you know, checked out a little bit of the golf course and, and left. It was literally 10 minutes from where I was staying. Really? Yeah. So... Uh, pretty cool, but that that's kind of a neat story. That, that, is that a neat story. Th- this, you know, and yeah. and what they do for BVL is amazing. You know, the money that they raise for BVL is is, yeah. is great. But yeah. yeah, that's why it ended up in um, in Clearwater. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a cool story. Hey, final question. Yeah. I've got for you. Uh, the bowling world has really uh, been a buzz, and the coverage uh, 
um, that our sport at the pro level uh, that's received from Fox yeah. uh, has been outstanding. Why don't you just talk uh, just a little, <coughs> about, uh, you know, a little bit about that, what it's like uh, being back again with Rob Stone. He seems like yeah. an awfully cool dude. <laughs> I, I kind of enjoy him myself. Yeah. And uh, just tell us what it feels like to be uh, on, on Fox and, and what you, the difference that you've noticed uh, with the coverage we've got in our sport this year. Well, you know, I was at ESPN for 18 years, and then uh, this is my first year at Fox, so my 19th um, year of doing television. And uh, I've never experienced anything like being with Fox. The first thing they did was they flew me first class to L.A. to do a photo shoot. I never did one photo shoot at ESPN. Uh, the promotion, the backing, the support, the re-airs on, on Fox uh, FS1, uh, it's, it's been like nothing else I've ever been a part of. Um, and, you know, I think that it's just going to get bigger and better. I think that uh, you're going to see a lot of sponsors jump on board next year. I think this year the sponsors wanted to see where it was going to go and see what the ratings were going to be like. Our ratings are up tons. I, I don't even want to say per, what percentages due to getting sued by somebody saying, ah, that number's wrong. Uh, but the numbers are, are huge. Uh, I think we did a show once where uh, the, the, uh, the increase in viewership was up like 348%. Um, we had a show that we did that was the highest rated show since 2005. Um, and so, you know, the momentum that we've that we built with Fox moving forward, I think next year you're gonna see the sponsors jump on board because of what we were able to do this year. Um, the addition with the, the PBA playoffs, eight straight Mondays, uh, the World Series of Bowling, we were on five straight nights in a row on primetime, um, just, you know, and Fox loves it. Fox loves the PBA tour, uh, and and some of the the um, the heroes that we've made and built along the way. You know, with Belmo and Kyle Troop, and and uh, uh, just to name a couple. So um, it's 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 been a very highly scrutinized last four or five months for me, but that's a good thing, and that means that people care about what we're doing. And, um, you know, it's been a lot of hard work and a lot of time put in. Um, you know, we, we just get, got back from the playoffs where we did eight shows in three days, uh, eight two-hour shows. Um, so um, it's been, a, it's been a, a, an amazing run and a great, great run. And, I mean, I, th I don't think there's a player on the tour that if you were to ask them, uh, uh, how do you like Fox, I don't think there's one player that would have a negative thing to say about it. They all, they all see it, they all feel it. All the promos, uh, everything, all the hype from yeah. Fox and, and how they're promoting our sport is just amazing. Yeah. So. Well, that's good stuff. Well, thanks, thanks again for, uh, for joining me and having a quick chat. <laughs> it's quick. Nothing's ever quick when you get me talking. You know that. Because remember, folks, I get paid by the word. <laughs> awesome, Randy. Well, thanks so much. Thanks, buddy.